Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. Brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will generously offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Whole range of legal services, including wills, probate, and conveyancing. I'm going to say that today. Mm-hmm. Michael, what else do they do? Well, stole my thunder a bit there. They do, I mean, if you're looking at like legal services for you, they do things like lasting powers of, powers of attorney. Yeah. Or oh, lasting power of attorney. It says powers on that. Does it? Yeah. More than so, one. Good. Yeah. Uh, residential property disputes, personal dispute resolution. Personal injury, medical negligence, all these things yep. that they do. And I, I presume there's a whole range of services for business as well. Yeah. Commercial. There's a whole other menu, actually. <laughs> you could read all those items out. Yeah, you or could you do. could just go to levislisters.co.uk forward slash the square ball to avail yourself of that information yourself. But yeah, do get that 10% discount as well. And cheers to Levi's for their support. There's also an Our Team page if you want to see photos of people who work there. Oh, it's up to you. Perfect. You can make them into stickers. Well, this is propaganda off the back of another Leeds victory. We've got more, have we got more victories this season now than we had for the whole of last season? Uh, How many have we won I now? It feels we, that we had way. seven last year, and the table suggests we have eight now, so we've had more. If we beat Plymouth at the weekend, we will have matched last season's entire points total. So it goes to show the uh, the difference between having no fun in the Premier League and a bit of fun down here in the Championship. How do you think Farker would have done in the Premier League with us last season? If we'd just, if we'd never, if Jesse Marsh had never come, he'd have kept us up. Mm. Yeah. So we'd still be there having a miserable time. Yep. So that's why we should be thanking Jesse. Yes. Mm. I'm grateful. And all his pals. Yeah. I'm really grateful for all of it. I had a great time last season. And if we'd have stayed up, we'd still have Rasmus Christensen. Well, would we ever have signed them? Oh, you mean if we'd have not, not if we'd have come in at the start of last season, if he'd Mm. come in, oh, no, probably not. Although Victor Alt had a weird. Hard on for the whole Red Bull thing as well, didn't he? Yeah. So it's not going anyway. for him in Seville, is it? No, it doesn't seem that way. Question for another day, anyway. Yeah, that was quite a philosophical start to the show, wasn't it? Examining theories and possibilities and alternate realities. Yeah, the metaverse, things like that. Anyway, Leeds fans obviously happy off the back of a, of a Leicester victory. Good, wasn't it? It was good. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot, a lot. So there is a lot of happiness within this mega mix, and an interesting point actually about. Are we going to call him that big crybaby Maresca? Bald fraud. That's the one. Well, wasn't that just feckin' brilliant? 9am here in Sydney. Weekend is going to be absolutely champion. Let's get into it. 20 degrees. Let's go, boys. Everything just worked out to this really beautiful game to where we completely owned them. They looked completely inert. And and Rob was right on uh, Matchball Live that this year's team would destroy last year's team. Statement win that one tonight. 
Well done, lads. Get in there. Now I've got your crisp shaggers. I hate the cliche, perfect away performance, but if you're going to use it, then this is probably a good time. First half, came out the blocks fast. First 15, second half. And then the Sky Sports kept telling us the whole game, you know, how good we are on the break. And that's what we did. Great for Georgia to get a goal and just a massive, massive win for our season. Absolute scenes of limbs everywhere when we scored the winner at Leicester. I was right in front of the corner flag. So great, great fun. And that's what I'm having now. Fun after the last two years. And it's just nice to enjoy football and to and to experience the joys of what it can be like. Also, before I go, fuck off, Leicester, with your honesty flags and your fucking clappers. Fuck off. Seriously. One of my favorite things is when opposition managers say that they deserve to win. Uh, and in this case, it's kind of incredible because they had no shots on target until the 94th minute. And what statistic can you refer to that shows they were better? The passing stats? I mean, I think wish Pep Guardiola probably needs to figure out that it's actually about scoring goals and not passing. So, you know, stop listening to Yaps Damn, dude. Thank you to our TSB Plus members for sending in their thoughts on the game. And what's an honesty flag? I don't know. Is it, is it, can you only, is it like um, passing a ball around a meeting? You can only speak when you've got the honesty flag. I don't know. They put flags out on every seat and the idea is you leave them there at the end of the game so they can be used uh, by the next person at the next match rather than taking them home. Right. It's not like a honesty box where you've got to donate 50p or whatever. Well, no, it's like a flag that's left on your seat and I you, see, yeah, you, you use it and you yeah. leave it there. It's, I listened to you saying that before and yeah, I just it, wondered if there's a little honesty box on the chair in front maybe where you can say I'm paying for that because these are just got to leave the flag behind. Just leave it behind for Leave the, the flag for, for the, the next person. Do the they not clean up? Is well, it? it's just, I mean, somebody's got to go around and check all the flags are there, which seems like that's already a, like, yeah. quite a difficult undertaking. It seems like a lot of fuss just don't head, have flags. Head of flags. Is the clapper yours to keep? Do we know? Uh, are they honesty clappers? Is honesty clapper? Yeah, yeah I've not one. heard them referred to as honesty clappers. That's like confessing to having a venereal disease, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, you, know, you know all about the honesty flags. Why don't you know about the clappers? I'm telling you everything I know. Right. Okay, fine. Um, somebody said in that, um, range of clips that we made them inert. So here's my question for you. GCSE science time. Name an inert gas. I can't, I'd be guessing. Go on. Helium. Yes, that's the first one on the list. I hate you. <laughs> Do you want any more? I don't know what makes it inert. It's just, just a gas. Move. Just sits there. Propane, butane. <laughs> I'm going to other guesses. Moscow, would you like to uh, pitch in and guess for another inert gas? There's only, I've only got five left on my list right now. Yes. You've basically named all the gases I know. It's none of those, by the way. Well, they're, they're very fiery, propane and butane. So. Yeah, uh, and I think they're not necessarily on the periodic table either. They're a mixture of other stuff. Mm. Yeah, no, this has never been my... Although I did get a surprise A in GCSE science. Yeah, I did. It's absolutely <laughs> not predicted and somehow, I don't know, I was pretty good at the exam. Yes. Neon? Oh, yeah. Big fan of neon? Because mm-hmm. obviously it lights up those signs. Yeah. They're called neon signs. Argon? Yeah, good shop. Krypton? Like Superman. Superman, yeah. Yeah. Um, Xenon and Radon, which is the Very stuff you put in the bath, isn't it? I was centre back at the end there. I was almost going to guess Rodon for like comedic effect. <laughs> is it Radon checks you get when you move house? When you get your conveyancing done, I think it might come back. Is it like, I think it's one of the things you get. Make sure your house isn't full of Radon. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Radon and Radon. With, with mine, mining or whatever. Mining, whatever, don't care. Let's say yes. Glenn Kamara was good, wasn't he, anyway? Yes. Should we talk about him instead? Well, should we hear from Mareska first, see what he actually had to say? 
What, is he, is he just the sound of a man crying? Just to hear about him moaning, really. Enzo, one of the feet tonight. Did you feel like you deserved something from the game? Oh, for sure, I think we deserve something more. Uh, but at the end, it's football. We know that, uh, and we always said we, we can control the way we behave. We cannot control the results because uh, uh, tonight, I think we, we, we play well. You can't control an amazing save like we saw at the end as well either. That was, that was pretty good for Milan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The save, the crossbar, many chances around the box. It's what it is. No, I wasn't crying too much, was he? Although he did say that Sunderland were better than us. I think in one of his other comments. Oh, he did say, yeah. And also many chances around the box. No. Didn't have any, did they? No. So we're not, he, we're not having that, are we now? Unless he refers to like shots that were blocked, but don't shoot when someone's in front of you. You mentioned the two, the save and the crossbar. And the crossbar one was, to be fair, absolutely outrageous. It's still it? not on target though, was it? No, but I did, I think the way, there was a moment, sort of the end of the first half when I was watching their wingers kind of popping the ball over Sam Byram's head two ways mm-hmm. and then spinning in and smacking off the crossbar. I was like, Somerville that good? Have we just fooled ourselves into the idea? But then, what those guys, their guys, didn't do anything in the second half, whereas Somerville defended like um, the new... Radistan Kishishev. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. And, As a deep line uh, midfielder. I wouldn't have seen that coming from any of their guys. Um, so it was a different kind of performance. But yeah, they frightened me for a while. But not to the extent that um, I thought that they were better than us or could have won in any way because we were better than them and we did win. Yeah, speaking of Glenn Kamara, man of the match, he was good, wasn't he? Looking that's, good. Like that's what like people were saying. Good signing. So um, should we have a Glenn Kamara loving then? Everyone will rightly highlight Glenn Kamara as being brilliant, and I thought he was. But I think we need to focus on the fact that with 88, 90 minutes on the clock, him and Ampadu are still capable of running. And that's something that uh, Weston McKenney, Mark Rocker and Tyler Adams' hamstrings all struggled with last season. And just how nice is it to have centre midfielders that Victor Orta didn't pick? You have to go back three, maybe four years to see a Leeds midfield and defence play that well in one game. I think one of the things that stood out for me was just how good Glenn Kamara is. He has given me lots of um, encouragement in some of his silky touches in that he's going to be quite similar to someone like Olivier Decor for us, just sort of always in the right place, picking the ball up, turning out of trouble, starting something off. Um I don't want to get too excited or carried away, but I'm thinking he's a, he's going to be a cult hero. He's Finnish. He's cool. He's you know he's that little bit older than lots of the the young bucks in the squad. I'm really liking what I'm seeing about with Glenn Kamara. Go on then, do it. Not getting. Oh, he's not finished. He's that one. He's finished. He's no finish. He's no finish. He's 28. Yeah. But yeah, the, not getting carried away, but comparing him to Olivier de there. The point about his age is a good one. He does. He plays like he knows what he's doing, and mm. I think that's where we. Um, I mean, we failed in lots of ways previously. That we mentioned about the other centre midfielder signs. Well, Tyler Adams, very young. Brendan Aronson, very young. Weston McKennie, I don't think, was is 24, 25. Still young. In the body of a 40-year-old man, though. Bring in... And then he's this playing, season... By the way, sorry, he's playing right wing-back for Juventus. I saw somebody... Uh, might have been James, James Horncastle might have um, tweeted to say that he was he's playing right wing-back and looking really, really good for Juve. They should get up and down the line. I, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll tune in to watch that. It'd be like... A, yeah, it's like seeing a, a panda giving um, breeding. Anywho. <laughs> panda giving breeding, yeah. Panda giving breeding. The <laughs> Give me some breeding, baby. <laughs> old Ethan Ampadu's... Pandas are not asked about breeding young. either, are they? Well, that's it. So that's why it'd be worth 
um, experiencing. 23-year-old Ethan Ampadu and like, what is he, 12, Archie Gray. So bring in a, just sign a 28-year-old. Yeah. It's kind of just get the right mix. And um, it's taken Kamara a little while to get used to playing in a proper league. Hi to all our friends in Scotland. But yeah, he's, I think that performance was kind of his big announcement, wasn't it? Yes. Right then. Clips from elsewhere, which is the real joy within all this, isn't it? Let's hear what uh, upset people have to say about matters. Should we have a drunk man first? Is it you? No, it's from the final whistle, which is a Leicester City thing. Um, and he's in a pub asking people for score predictions and he stumbles across a stumbling man. Oh, Robbie, my friend, what are you saying? Hey, Jake, my good mate. How are you doing? Honestly, I'll take a draw tonight. You would? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be a tough game. Yup. Um, 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two draw. Yeah. Yep. Da- Daniel James and Somerville for score the for Leeds. Leicester. And for Leicester, I think perhaps... KDH and Jamie Vardy. Let's have it, Robert. If we win, that'll be a bonus. (laughs) Sounds like he's had a good afternoon, doesn't it? He's operating at about 0.8 speed there, isn't he? I don't know if he he made kick-off. Right. But I think... Friday night, wasn't it? He was, he was fairly old. He might have been retired. Why not? Why not go was, to the pub all day? I bumped into a block yesterday. I was chatting to him. And he was saying the away end was a bit like that with Leeds. Like, it felt like everybody was absolutely arsehole because it was a Friday game. I think everybody must have taken the afternoon off work. You might as well. Yeah. And uh, and kind of gone for it. I think that fella edited himself quite well because in the state he was, you don't want to be attempting Kean and Hughesbury <laughs> Hall. So uh, gave it some thoughts because you're thinking, who is he going to manage? And I think he may have been thinking the same things. Like, I know which player I want to say. There's no way I'm going to be able to get all those syllables out. So the, like, the North Premier Wedding Venue. What are the key bits? And he did it. So well played. Let's hear about the Melier save then, shall we, from the final whistle? Yeah, this is him behind the goal. What? Yeah! Oh! Oh, oh, you thought it was in, didn't you? You thought it was in. I also said fucking hell when yeah. that happened. Yeah. What a save it was. It was one that where it's so difficult to work out, maybe a combination of the camera angles and just how quickly it all happened, working out exactly what happened. I think that was on the, the commentary as well. The, there's real confusion. First you think it's Ailing has tried to score an own goal. Then you think it's in. Then you think has it hit the bar. And it's one, some saves need a replay, don't they? Mm-hmm. And that was one where you actually watch it back and you think, he lands back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Brent? talking to him about it after the game no not yet he was asking him if, if he'd watched it back and he was trying to pretend he hadn't it was like how many times have you watched the save back and he was like ah oh. do it do the voice uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it a couple of times I don't like to watch my own performance too long and he was like you've watched it though haven't you and he's like yes I've watched it a lot of times so he should because it's so long and not necessarily I mean you can go through whether he's he was crap last season or he was suffering with the defence in front of him but it won't do him any harm whatsoever to have that save mm. that he can just go like yeah I did that last week instead of it having seven goals just flying past him he's like oh god yeah I did that last week and then I'm going to go and try and do it again yeah so keep just stick it on a loop get a I might um, send him a projector so he can or do one of those um, uh, big stunts I might go and project it on the, the side of a building opposite his house hey okay. just to close the circle of pandas there we were talking about pandas and the fact that they don't like to breed. Play them tapes of Elon Melier. For pandas? Yeah. Okay. Because like, everyone goes, oh, you listen to Melier and you fall pregnant. So if they could play tapes of I that. I don't think it works across species. Does it not? 
No, we've got, we, we've got a Huddersfield fan later on, actually. <laughs> if, if that's what you're into. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Go on then. Where next? Um, We've got some Marmelier slander later on as well, actually, from from Leicester fans. Uh, Let's go to Fusion Josh, who is one of these neutral people who goes to games. (laughs) There's a very, very... There's like a subtext of scorn in your voice there. Well, like, I mean, rightly so. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Pick a team and go to that one. But he's in the Leicester end. He's just in, really. Being pleased with Leeds fans. It's just so we can pat ourselves on the back. These Leeds fans are an absolute... They're so loud, I must say. He was at the far end from that as well. Really? Yeah. He, oh, he's, be, he's behind the opposite. Well, we're kind of in the corner, aren't we? But yeah, he was right at the other end of the ground. And really? that's what it sounded I, like. I don't know why, but I imagine him to be sort of behind the goal off to one side, maybe three quarters of a stand away behind the goal. That's why in my mind, in my mind's eye saw him there. I don't know why. Yeah. But the thing to remember about Fusion Josh, just to for podcast lore, is he's the, I, he's the guy who got banned from Brighton for selling on tickets. So he's kind of, it was a five-year ban from... Uh, 2019 so essentially we're listening to him serving his prison sentence Uh, so he had picked a club but that club found out he was up to naughty things and sent him on a tour of the UK um, well they just said that he wasn't welcome there and so he's having to go to um, all the other all the other clubs so that is why I think he 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 crops up quite frequently in propaganda it's always like why is Fusion Josh at a Mm. at a game and it's yeah he's denied the pleasures of watching James Milner he basically goes around and goes I'm at the biggest game in England today. He does that, all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, Fair play, whatever. Just him, he was. There wasn't a big one that Friday, was there? Just him, no? des- just him describing the uh, the Leeds fans there reminding me of our favourite posh Chelsea fan. <laughs> Should we wheel that one out just for fun? Yeah, of course. Here we go. This is when they went 1-0 down to Forest at home. 
the Forest fans are going absolutely balmy. My God, look at the state of that. (laughs) (laughs) Never gets old. Right. Look at the state of it. I was really hoping watching Chelsea last night that they were going to somehow draw that game against nine men because they'd have been torching the place. Did you you notice that all the... uh, the journalists kind of frothed and excited because Ange Postacoglu mm. has promised to go out all out attack and uh, keep attacking even when they're down to 10 and even when they're down to nine and to play the game in the right way with the right spirit, you know, not questioning the referees. He's pointing out, you know, very big contrast to Arteta, the big crybaby and Arsenal's statement backing him to that effect. Ange just says that it's a difficult job, isn't it? Got a really difficult job. Mm. They're trying the best or whatever, you know, to paraphrase him. I did, imagine if that had been said in a Spanish accent what the, the reaction uh, might have been how it might have been different not just the Spanish accent but the Spanish language Matt Lowell liked it as well didn't he yeah done it. But it's because it's been said in English isn't it and he can understand it his favourite Dean Smith yes anyway. also Arteta just needs to shut up so I think really anybody, anybody um, counteracting that uh, is going to get some some joy out of people I'll tell you how bad Arteta was I listened to Arsenal Fan TV for this and they were more reasonable than Mikel Arteta by a distance. A lot of them were like watching the, even on the live watch along, they were seeing all that. I watched the whole process of the VAR thing unfolding. You could see him going, yeah, well, you can't, you can't actually tell if the ball's out because of the angle of it yeah. and the curvature of the ball. And they were addressing that. And then someone going, oh, well, he's kind of, he's leaning on Gabriel, but you've seen him given, you've seen him not given. And they were actually yeah. all right about it. They kind of thought on balance, probably one of them, or they may be offside. You couldn't really tell. But so that's the thing we're thinking, well, on balance, maybe we might have got one of them. But they were kind of all right about yeah, it. Artessa's a crybaby, though, isn't he? He's so fucking annoying. I'm, I'm aware I'm straying into the territory of Richard Keyes here by getting annoyed at Artessa, <laughs> and I don't wish to align myself with Can, that, just that as hairy-handed if, if, fool. If you are becoming more like Richard Keyes, I do need you to basically <laughs> double your body weight, um, allow the hair on your hands to grow, and that's I don't, I don't no, what I want. I don't have any daughters. No. <laughs> Where next? <laughs> can, we play, can we play Andy Pitt? Because you're talking about people in the Leicester end. We've got a Leeds fan in the Leicester end. Yes, and he was with his Leicester mate, who is the one you can hear here. And he, I, I just don't think he was enjoying the atmosphere that the Leeds fans are creating at the end of the game. You're all nonsense! It's funny, isn't it, how accusing people of being nonsense has kind of become the default insult everywhere now, particularly on social media. Yeah. A, a class action lawsuit for slander. <laughs> so a lot of people, if we get everybody to chip in a tenner and hmm? um, see if he wants to prove that in court. You, that, you've gone all chancery there, haven't you? If everyone uh, chips in a tenner. <laughs> yes, we pay, pay my tax bill. Yes, that's nice. That was nice of him anyway. Before we get onto the miserable um, and bitter Leicester fans, sure, we hear from a kind of sensible one. Yes. And by which sensible, I mean someone I agree with <laughs> who, said <that> we, <laughs> who said that we played well. Uh, beyond the 90. It would have been a different story if we would have gone ahead and, you know, the crowd would have got behind us, but that will help them. And I did actually say before this game, I wrote like a preview on the Foxes talk, but ironically, I think it would be better suited for us if we played this game away mm. than at home, bizarrely, because then they would have to force to attack and stuff. But actually, they did attack, to be honest with you. It's not like they sat back. They didn't just completely counter from minute one. Did you see how high they were pushing Ampadu and uh, Kamara? Both of those guys had good games, to be fair. So, yeah, fair play. Got fucking hell, you could say. We got Daniel Fox. <laughs> I think Daniel Fox played it brilliantly, I think. And it yeah. shows you them two styles, even though one's, they're both kind of similar in terms of high intensity, but one of them, as you were mentioning, 
the more relaxed style of Enzo where like, we'll build up from the back, we'll take our time. And Fark is just like, from minute one, we need to be on them. And again, as you were saying, the first five minutes, Leicester City couldn't cope with what was happening to them. Mild contradiction in there, though, talking about Maresca's more relaxed style. Mm. Well, they were a lot slower. Yeah, there was, and, he, and he pointed out, didn't he, in the build-up to it, I think which, which Rob mentioned um, was on the match ball, that he'd said they were, they were aiming to slow the tempo down in order to stop us playing the game at our pace. Their keeper was very slow tempo in the opening. It's very relaxed. Yeah. The, the bit that sticks out for me, and they mentioned Kamara and Ampadu pushing forward, but that chance for Ruter before the third minute, I think it was during the second, it came from they Leicester tried to chip down the line mm. and 20 yards from their goal line, Pascal Strauch appears <laughs> over this guy's head chests it into the penalty area to Rutter. It's a great, it's an incredible piece of skill, but also, and then Rutter's through on goal and he gets tackled. What's the centre-back doing there? Exactly. And I think that's the the first thing that um, really got Leicester into a panic, where they're like, okay, Ampadu and Kamara might be on us, we might be we pressed a bit more than we used to be. They're like, fucking hell. I don't think many championship centre-halves will have been up, chesting the ball out of the air and um, knocking it with one move, creating a chance. Strauch nearly got an assist with his chest um, in the second minute of the game. And I only wish he had, because that would have been, I would have made sure that every statistical website had a an asterisk next to that with like a little clip of the footage. So it didn't just go down as yeah. like, oh, maybe it flicked off his head or it's some recording or something. Chest on the 20-yard line um, from the wing. Um, it needed a uh, lot. And that was kind of... Big, sexy pirate treasure chest. It's not the point where I knew we were going to win or anything like that, but I think that was the moment I was like, oh, win. we are actually going to be really in this game from the very beginning. Pieces of eight in that chest. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yes. Do you want to hear briefly from a Huddersfield fan? Uh, back Before we go back to Leicester? Yeah, go on then. Brad Barbs. So yes. they, had last week. they had a really good result this weekend, actually, did Huddersfield. Um, How'd it go? Uh, they drew 0-0 at home with Watford. Wow, what a point. Darren Mower. How was the parade? <laughs> flags up on the lamppost once more. Honesty flags? Uh, no such thing. How do they work? No Sorry. such thing. Um, no. Leave them on the lampposts <laughs> for the Just, next, for the next do dogs it. to piss on. Just red flags on broadband <laughs> accounts in Huddersfield. Um, Tenuous link, but I'll go with We're it. We're going with the um, every colour one nonsense thing, aren't we? All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Dog nonsense, dog yeah, nonsense in yeah, this case. Um, but yeah, they they were not playing well. Right, was the was the gist of it? They're, they're not as much stuff kicking around. There were loads of videos of the Leeds game. There's only one of this one. Yeah, their their chairman. I've I've gone back and looked again. You know, like Big Kev, mm. very quiet around the week of the Leeds game. He's had a lot to say before and after. Just nothing, mm. nothing that week. Weird. But yeah, so it's nil nil. It's into the last minute. The ref has just awarded them a corner, and then. Brilliantly, they go over to take the corner, but before they take it, decides he's had enough. He's had enough. Just, just blows, to get just out blows the full time. I want to get out of it. And you can just hear some, some annoyance at that. be fair, I remember distinctly um, Huddersfield were the first club I ever saw, you know, when people started doing Twitter graphics. Mm. They had one, like, corner. They're like a special <laughs> gift for Huddersfield winning a corner. With a player guide. So it doesn't uh-huh. even need, they don't need to take it, just getting one mm. has always been a, a big target of um, the Terriers. So Brad could, should just be happy with what he's got. <laughs> 
Don't shake his hands. I like he said, don't shake his hands. Donkey. Donkey. Turned into uh, Uncle Peter. <laughs> right then, so, now where? Leicester fan TV. So this okay. is, we'll start on the watch along. Having a, good, a, good, a good run at these lot then, yeah? Yeah, the, there's, there's plenty of them. So we'll start with them saying some probably libelous stuff. And we're repeating it, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just amplify and broadcast it. <laughs> well, why not? Piro, John at the referee... And Thomas Frank looks cold. I think that's Daniel Farka. Uh, yes. What am I saying? That's, uh, that's Brentford's manager. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do not confuse the two. No. No. Slightly long-haired, European, middle-aged, but different men. Yeah. Very different. What do you think Daniel Farka would have said if somebody had mistaken said, hi, Thomas, what would he have said? said that's not a problem, but my name's Daniel. Because <laughs> right. he's a nice guy. Yeah. Because he he's a nice guy. So this, we're going to join him. Second clip, they we've just scored, but that guy is is not having it that they're losing. Yeah, we're not losing this game. Um, I've we're definitely not losing this game. But it's time for us to get it together, though, because we've been playing like ass all match long. Playing like ass. He's obviously American and positive. You can hear the English guy on the stream just go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was a bit confused about the tenses he was using and like whether he was on a are they in different countries yeah yeah, they were all there's probably a moment there where he's going like we're not losing he's like has he does he notice that the, is his stream time, on a delay time yeah. zones isn't it yeah so he, was, he might be like five hours behind or something yeah where they weren't losing so but um, I, I guess it made it clear game hadn't even kicked off he got back to the ass <laughs> we're on to uh, yeah, so we We've, in very short order, had a donkey and an ass, and it's the same thing. Mm. So they uh, are you a donkey or an ass man? Um, who was it? It was referred to as an ass man. Was it Mick Jones? Yeah, it was, it was um, Leeds United's Twitter account shortened assistant manager in a tweet to <laughs> ass man Mick Jones back before you could put four thousand characters, and it was just one hundred and forty. Yeah, yeah, ass man. Yeah, super. So to answer the question: donkey or ass man? I'm going to go ass man. Good lad. Right next. Um, so this is the game coming to an end. They're starting to realise that we might actually win this game. And so they start on the the celebration police. Oh, you right. They, they've got all Richard Keys then, they come, they? they come barging in and saying, what are you, what are you looking happy this for This is a raid. There? Why are you having so much fun? To lose this game from that lucky goal, I'll be annoyed because they got their goal from a, a save and a fraction. But did they deserve to be ahead? Yes. These fans are singing really loud, but like we're 11 points ahead of you, so shut the... F- I'm going <laughs> to say, shut the fuck up. We're 11 points ahead of you, right? Yes, we're we, winning. We, I guess we are, we I guess we are past the watershed, so it's fine. We are miles ahead of you. Shut the front door. <laughs> shut the fuck up. We are destroying you in the league. You can say all you want. We are 11 points clear ahead of you. We can go to sleep for three weeks and still be ahead of you. There's no sincerity in what he's saying there, is there? I don't know. I think he's genuinely annoyed. No, he's not. No, I think he's, he's quite a miserable guy, that one. Right. I, I kind of do not. I know you're ahead of you, but what, what, what can we do about that? But beat you and get three points over you? Yeah, the, the flip side of that is that he is um, somewhat over-celebrating having beaten Huddersfield, for example. You've mm. built. You know, we've got 11 points because we've beaten Rotherham. So like, this is what he, he's kind of get this. So they've they built up. I wouldn't say that they've um, 
you know, they've not had an easy time. They've played a mix a mixture of teams. They've beaten Stoke, who we could not. But um, he is essentially grandstanding um, a Premier League team beating a lot of championship teams and losing to Hull. So you lost to Hull. How are your celebrations then? Put, yeah. I'm putting my hand up like I'm in class because I want to say, lucky goal question, Mark. It wasn't deflected. It was a big, powerful header from a corner that was saved and then put in on the rebound. I think the keeper was lucky to save it in the first place. <laughs> mm. It was a really good save, actually. He was lucky. It? He fell. It's one of those, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, the, it's a good corner. It's a good header. There's probably the thing that's wrong with it is that they've not marked uh, little Sam and he's got up with a surprisingly tall Sam has headed it. Good save. And then what happens next is Russ is just there to react first. And uh, So I think the keeper failed, don't you? The keeper failed because he could have cleared it. Yeah, that's what we're looking was, at. It. If he was good, however, they do know how to recognise a good keeper, right? Right. Well, the, yeah, this is the the Melier save. Ooh, little little fast passing play here out onto the right wing. I don't get why we're going to the wing though. Crossed in from Futawu. Does right hole in? No, what a save! Did he, he save it off the crossbar? Oh my god! The he net climbed, climbed high above. Oh, Mavididi, too heavy of a touch. I have to see the replay on that. I am stunned. I thought that ball was in the net. I 100% thought that ball was in the net. I was Millier, for the goal video. Millier Bale. Oh, aggressive save. That was a great save. Oh. What a save. Yeah, and what, and what I saw from the net was Melier hitting the side. Oh. Elon Melier just saved them this game. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And that how often do Leeds fans get to say that? The Andre Onana of the championship he is. Right. Slander. Okay. It's good, he's Melia. It does have, it does have an occasional ricking, and ballkeepers do, don't they? Especially with the way they're asked to play these days. Do you think they're taught um, not to use the wings in the United States? Yeah, because he was like, well, what biggest... you, I'm putting that out there for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've nearly scored. It's the best chance that they had all game. You know it's, where the goals are, don't you? They're in the goal, the goal frames. They're are in the, in the, they're uh, in the middle. Yeah, so I'm wondering what's happening with the old soccer education. Mm. One of the guys, the less gravelly of the two Americans, had a lead shirt in the background. I was, was just a, having it's a look. nice one too. It's, yeah. the, it's the like 97, 98, half and half Alfie Harland kind of era one. If you're doing that for every single watch along, you've got to go and buy like a classic Rotherham mm. shirt, hang it up behind you. That's a fair old investment. Mm. Yeah, it struck me as a strange one to have, but, but a good one to have. Good one. I've still got that shirt. I have as well. Yeah, I'm sure it fits like a glove. It's it's actually massive. I can because oh, they're all oversized, aren't they? I can yeah. I can still fit into that. I'm pretty sure. Probably too big. Yeah. Um, not like our Lowfield shirts, which are a perfect fit. <laughs> I'm brought one with me ever, but you can buy a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> buy a calendar. So buy a calendar. Cherry every every penny of profit for those from those calendars goes to Leeds Cancer Centre. If you're really thrifty, you can take screenshots of this video. <laughs> Print, print them out, own. yeah, yeah. Get them bound, yeah. Get yeah. bound, yeah. Probably cost you more in the end. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Can you just go back to February and just check there are twenty nine days on that one? Um, listen, let's not get into the details. No, there are. Yeah, good. And look, you can even write on it as well. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Write so, on that as long as you keep all your appointments brief. Yep. <laughs> and in and uh, few. But it'll take the word like you know holiday. Yeah. School mm. breaks up. Dentist. Funeral. And if that's not enough to remind you, that was a bit grim, wasn't it? I mentioned a funeral. Hey, they're all moments of celebration as well, aren't they? Like, we've learned our lesson. Don't put players on that, that you love anymore. Is, oh, we've got, have we got Pascal at the moment? But on good moments. Is he in November? I can't remember. In this year's calendar. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, big oh, sexy pirate. Right. Yeah. And then Sinistera <coughs> to come in December, which everyone's going to enjoy. Moving on. Uh, yeah, they're available at thesquareball.net if you want to get one of those, by the way. See, Sinistera still shared his 
goal on Instagram? Because it's all about him, isn't it? You've lost, you got pumped 6-1 at the Etihad, but... Celebrate moments. Yeah, absolutely celebrate Learn from Jesse. Celebrate those bloody moments. Anyway, we're talking about celebrating. Yeah, so this is now post-game, and it's the same guy policing the celebrations, because he's ah. seen, obviously we're celebrating again, because the game's now finished and we've won. Yeah. But you can just tell... Mad, us- is, mad is it? Imagine that you've gone away to the top of the league, the runaway leaders, and you've beaten them on their own turf, and you've just got to... You know, go off to the sound of polite applause and just stoicism. Hand, yeah, sto- a stoic handshake. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'd have gone for. But the, you can tell there's just a little bit of doubt creep crept in at the end of this. Yeah, I, I mean, we weren't good, but Leeds came to play today. That's the final uh, that's whistle. Time. Leeds celebrating as if they just won the championship. Well, they did. They won the championship if what? You take away the top seven teams? Jumped in Melier's arms there, just like, yes. Well, they can celebrate when they're fight of Ipswich, but, you know, we're still 11 points clear. So we could be we could be eight points clear if we lose to Middlesbrough. Oh. We mu- is Middlesbrough, do you think Middlesbrough is a must-win game? I enjoyed there's just a little pregnant pause in there where it dawned on him actually if we do lose that game eight points is not mm, that's single digits isn't oh, it oh that's not some, that's not they don't, I, I don't buy any of this it's none of it's authentic no he's, he's he's got a real reputation of being miserable as this guy you can see the others are all really enthusiastic and he's always bringing the downer to it I wouldn't know what that's like I enjoy being clear then just if you know if we catch you then then we'll, we'll crow about it like a set of unbearable twats anyway where are we going next post game Oh, they're still unhappy, are they? Yeah, this is this is a, a different show that they do. Um, and they're unhappy with the way the game has been covered by a, a clueless, clickbait, know-nothing journal. Oh, I get, I, I can guess who this is. What did Jamie think to Phil Hayes' <laughs> of the match? And Locke's thought yeah. it was bullshit. Now, I've not heard this, so I don't know, I don't know what so, he said. So he's referring to Phil Hay, who's um, a writer for The Athletic, um, who covers Leeds games. And... I can't remember the exact wording that he used, but he I think he said something along the lines of Leicester couldn't live with Leeds um, and basically implied that we were lucky to to, to just lost it 1-0 and that on another day it could have gone on and been 3-4. and four. Um, And I think I shared this just in utter disbelief at what I was reading because it certainly wasn't the game I watched. Um, yeah, I think that's... Uh, I can only imagine that is written with some white tinted glasses on it. it, it they, they were in no danger of running away with the game at any given point. Um, and I know that it's easy to say that with and be accused of being advice the other way. But, I mean, it's not like they were raining chance after chance. Hermanson had one save to make um, of any note. Uh, you know, I, I didn't see that game at all. I think he was um, I think he was baiting for a few reactions, should we say. And uh, I think oh, I was silly enough to give him one. You know what's going to happen here now, don't you? is I'm going to take that, I'm going to bait Phil Hay with it towards the back end of the week. Let's copy that clip from that set of show notes onto the one at the end of the week, play it for Phil, and make him trash this Leicester fool. Fair. He'll be too busy writing articles about could this 28-year-old £50 million player be Leeds United's answer in January? That's yeah. the sort of stuff Phil does, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think Phil will probably quietly point out that the guy's misremembered what he actually tweeted, if we want to... I, th- I think this yeah, is Yeah, what did one. he mean? <laughs> what, was, what was he getting at Moscow <laughs> top top result top performance too good for Leicester to withstand defensively fantastic kept chasing a goal which deservedly came a little cat among the pigeons here I mean that must be the one because it's got that bit about too good for Leicester to withstand which he was objecting to but then he's invented loads of stuff about 
Leeds were going to score seven. He was sorry about it. No, he just said that we kept chasing the goal until it came. He's disrespecting Martin O'Neill, yeah. Matt Elliott. It's disgusting. What King, is it King Henry who was buried there, the third or whatever, someone like that? One of them, yeah. Richard. Richard, I think The one who was buried in Leicester, the founder of the car park, yeah. Disrespecting his memory. Yeah. Um, who else is from Leicester? Moscow, you'll know some obscure 80s pop references from Leicester. Give me, a, <laughs> give me an 80s Leicester pop star. Um, no. No! <laughs> I felt certain you'd be like, oh right. yes. Thank God we've got Wikipedia. Famous yeah, people anyway. from Leicester and Leicestershire. Oh, I'll pull that up and we can maybe close out the show on such excitement as talking about you know, Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Yeah. And his brother. Betty Driver. Good. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, Betty Driver, I think, was in Coronation Street. Sounds like they'd be Coronation Street, actually, yeah. Shock horror, David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> Man- Manish, who presents on the BBC. Ah, is he still going, is he? Uh, he's, he does international coverage, actually, don't he? Now? He occasionally pops up on the, um, the old internet radio, doesn't he? Yeah. Manish, you'll see him on a stream. Engelbert Humperdinck. Do you not think I knew that? The bassist from Dire Straits, John. Let's play some more clips anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is the, the final <laughs> clip of, um, of Left Fan TV. And I feel like Moscow's going to disappear down a wormhole now and we're never going to get him back. No, no, I was trying to find, because um, that guy said he had to bite on the tweet. Is he called Baz Rant? Or is that somebody else? I can't actually find what his reaction was. But yeah, when journalism and fandom mixes, you get tribe like this. One like. People thinking Phil is a, a Leeds fan. And he's not. Yeah. It's true. He's a Scotsman who follows hard. I mean, that would blow their minds if this guy is saying these nice things about Leeds United. He doesn't even support them. What the hell? That's how deep the, the bias can run. The objective monster. That's all I can say. Let's um, give us. Should, should we give us the give the people what they want? Yeah, they finally get because they're all been quite young and American. The people they've had on to this point, so finally they get like a, a good bit of middle aged, grizzled old, a, a, grizzled, a grizzled old championship bastard on <laughs> who hates Leeds, and this is what we want. All I'll say is. Who did Farker think he was at the end? Fucking Jurgen Klopp. I did. I did say like, it, it, like we're still we're still eleven points clear from them, aren't we? Yeah, hey. they're they're celebrating finishing. They're celebrating making it to the topmost playoff spot, like they've won the league. Yeah. Look, no one likes Leeds. Everyone hates Leeds. Dirty Leeds scum. He sounds like he's a little bit tired and emotional. A bit like that as well. Yeah. He sounds like a dirty old man voice. He's doing, all right, here we go. Just to stress it, it's a dirty old man voice. He's dirty not a voice. Yeah, not, he's not a dirty old man. I think it's because he kept saying dirty. Right. It made me think. Dirty leads. But yeah, fine, whatever hate on us. I just don't buy any of it that they're saying. None of it. <laughs> None of it sounds real. It all just sounds forced. Can we go to Johnny United, though, who is the very epitome of authenticity? <laughs> a man whose <laughs> rage over... Him. Man United just seems to consume him every single week. I had to edit this down because he went on for four or five minutes <laughs> saying <laughs> saying essentially this. So is the Man United fan from Bradford, we should say, who um, just launches into tirades of fury. People seem to bait him online, don't they? He, mm. he responds in kind and then he signs off with, all right, guys, thanks a lot. <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe. But yeah, he's, Enjoy your weekend. They, they did win in the last minute. So yeah. you, you think he'd be you happy. He'd be out over the moon, but his hero Bruno scored, hasn't mm. he? We're 1-1 now and end of the day, we were shocking again. Bruno was shocking our game. Shocking our game. He's been shocking all season. But people are coming off mute and at me because I'm, I'm not celebrating a Bruno goal. Fans that are celebrating that, listen, good luck to you. I'm not knocking anyone. If you want to do that, big up to you. But we've been terrible all season. Really, really. One of, we're one of the worst teams in the league, in my opinion. One of the worst teams playing arguably the worst football in the league and players that just don't give a fuck. 
I don't see any direction where going like, well, we're going in the wrong direction. We're not going in the right direction under this manager. We're going in the wrong direction. Shocking stuff what I'm watching. Because it's fucking, it's bad, bad stuff what we're watching. We're within our rights to feel how we want to feel. We're calling this shit for what it is. Use people that are jumping onto that as like, oh, we're gonna, that's going to make us kick on. I think you're living in Cloud Cuckoo Land. I genuinely think you're living in Disneyland where fucking Mickey Mouse and Daffy Duck fucking live. So the football's been trash all season. We're one of the worst teams in the league all season. And the players don't give a fuck, it seems, right? And you want fans like me to buy into that. You want you seriously want me to buy into that. Are you taking the piss? Come on now, let's be fucking real. All Bruno's doing is delaying the inevitable like he did under Ole. When he was doing it with Ole, he was doing uh, last-minute fucking winners under Ole and he kept holding the job a bit longer, he got sacked. Same thing's happening now. We're not winning, oh. We're not winning, oh. We are that bad. Get that into your fucking heads, all right? Simple as fucking that. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys, and take care. I love him. <laughs> He's amazing. You could just hear him kind of mm-hmm. um, escalating there, couldn't you? And then he brought himself back from the brink. He did well. He was controlled and measured there. Was there a question at the start of that? He just talked. He's just talking to himself, yeah, because it felt like he'd um, he was quite some distance. <laughs> he, he does occasionally do Twitter spaces, but when other people are involved, mm. he just yells at them. <laughs> so I think he's made me realise, because someone will go, no, Johnny, I think Bruno, he got him. No, I didn't! He just gets, he just gets really upset and shouts over the top of him. So he's maybe realised his best place is just complaining to himself. The monologue. In a room. <laughs> Which ultimately is what we all end up doing. Mm. So there you go. That wraps up propaganda for for this time. Off the back of Plymouth, we don't really know much about Plymouth fan channels, do we? So we'll have to see what's uh, what's going on with the Pilgrims. Is that what they are? Forget about the Pilgrims. Yeah, yeah. the old Pilgrims, because they went from Plymouth and over to with the Bell and the ship mm. and sailing west. So you know your history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pilgrim old... did right off, didn't they? <laughs> the Pilgrim did to the max. Well then, um, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining us on propaganda. Back by, with more, by, by a calendar. And a shirt. And a shirt. The calendars are for charity, though. So, buy a calendar. Calendar for calendar for the charity. Shirt for us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you we'll very see much. you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.